0: Hello, I'm your host, Liam McCauley, and you're listening to Lime and the Lemons. Today is my first solo podcast, and today we'll be talking about the Spider-Man movies. Well, especially one Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man that came out in 2002, May 3rd, which is 13 years old today, starring Tobey Maguire. It is one of the uh, personal favorites of mine. I've watched it many times. The Green Goblin concept is one of my favorite I really wish they could bring back like some of these characters like the Green Goblin or maybe Joan John Jameson Joan Jameson like we have an MJ but we don't know if it is Mary Jane Watson. So now we're going to look at Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 came out in 2004. Of of June on the 30th. And this one was more about Doc Ock. Which I really liked. I liked the Doc Ock storyline. It wasn't too confusing. He blamed Spider-Man for the accident, of the reason he has these arms stuck to his back, and I just really love Doc Ock. He took my new favorite spot over Green Goblin for the villain ranks, and this was a really good movie, but I never thought they should really have gone into certain plot points. I don't remember which movie it is, but we'll talk about that one in a second, if that's the one that happens. But I did not like James Franco as Harry Osborne trying to figure out who Spider Man was so he could kill him in order to get revenge for his father. He it was a really good masterpiece, I loved it. Lots of people loved the film. I've never found like one person that actually hated the film, but then we go to the one that not a lot of people would like. A lot of people do not like Spider-Man 3. I felt it took on way too many character villains at once, because having Venom, having Sandman, and then also having the Hobgoblin was just way too many plot points, and it got really confusing, and I did not find it as interesting as I did as a kid. I did not find the point of trying to have Peter Parker be an evil person. They should've, um, tried to make him less of a douche and more of like a bad guy. He should've been like, stealing stuff, not walking down the streets acting like an 80s or 60s gangster and being a very stupid douche. But then, I don't I didn't like the casting for Eddie Brock. Toper Grace is a great actor, don't get me wrong, he played a great, he played great as Eric in that '70s show, but I really didn't feel like he fit Eddie Brock in the new Venom. I really like the, um, actor who played him, and that actor was Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy played an amazing character for that. He was a better Eddie and played a great Venom. The other Venom just really wants you to delete that from your ever mind, and just say there's only ever been two Spider-Man movies. Well, after years after the last Spider-Man in 2007, Spider-Man 3, we got the Amazing Spider-Man franchise, which was directed by Mark Webb. And I never really liked the Amazing Spider-Man series. Don't get me wrong, it's got some good plot points, it brings a new character, it brings a new love interest too, Gwen Stacy, played by Emma Stone. But I do not like Andrew Garfield that much. Andrew Garfield, out of all of the characters, of all of spider is not my favorite. Because if I had to rank them, which I will later on, he wouldn't be a very high rank for me. Because even though the box office made $757.9 million US, it really wasn't that interesting. This was the first movie to take place that Spider-Man does not just shoot webs out of his wrists, but instead, he actually created a device to shoot them, and it's the spider that gave him ability to climb walls, and be stronger, and have better senses, which is really what did it. I remember when this came out, this movie, you could go around Walmarts with your phones and try to find things in order to fix your web shooters and stuff, which I thought was pretty cool. Up to the point, I never went to a Walmart a lot during then, and I could barely go, and I went once, and it was gone by the time I went there. But after that, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 was, in my opinion just a co- a bad copy sorry a, a bit of a better copy of Spider-Man 3 because they take on more villains than you want them to take on they take on Hobgoblin Electro and then they also take on um Rhino who you barely see but one of my favorite things was they actually did make Andrew Garfield a bit better in this movie. He was more sensible, the reason he didn't want to be Spider-Man, and then when he comes back at the end, it was just a very powerful thing, and I really liked it. But I did not like Electro so much, even though he is a good villain, but I just do not like, not that I didn't like the character that played him, no, I just really did not like how he looked. Electro with blue skin, I would rather like some more of the classical old versions of Electro. And Harry Osborn looked just way too much like he's supposed to look like, really gross and disgusting, but he's not supposed to look like he's just spent seven years in the sewers. But again, this movie, we find out, did not get a third. And that is okay, because we got the, one of the possible best Spidermans who is actually in the MCU. And this is Spider-Man Homecoming with Tom Holland. That was made in 2017. Intro- after he had his first introduction into Captain America Civil War, helping along Tony after he went to go. Asked him for help, gave him a suit upgrade, and this is just really, this is actually what Peter Parker is supposed to be. A bit of a younger age than the other two movies, and in the end, I liked having one, like, again, like every movie has had, they each had at least a different love interest for near the beginning. And which is great because we had MJ with the first Spider Man, we had Gwen Stacy, but now we had um Liz Alney. And it was she played such a great role. I remember watching it being so excited to watch it, being like, Oh, I hope this is better than Spider Man three and the amazing Spider Man Two because I really if this is gonna be in the actual system of Marvel, I really did not want it to end bad. And Donald Glover which is very great in it. I'm happy that Robert Downey Jr. was able to make an appearance. And Michael Keaton as Adrian Toomes was amazing. He played a great vulture, one of the best villains I had seen since I had watched Doc Ock and Spider-Man 2, and I just loved it. It's probably one of my favorite roles Michael Keaton has ever played since he played Batman. Now I'm not saying he was one of the best Batmans, we'll talk about that another day, but I really just feel like Michael Keaton did his best and his best was amazing in this role. Now the one that's coming up that we don't know much about is Spider-Man Home... Home... Sorry, Far From Home. And The one thing I like about Spider-Man Far From Home is that we kind of get a bit more villains than we normally get. But we don't know what Mysterio is doing in here. And Mysterio is a very interesting character that I really enjoy and I'm happy we have him in here. But I'm happy that this is more involved and we've seen set pictures... And if you haven't seen set pictures, I'm going to talk about them right now. So if you want to skip over that, um, just skip over now or get a friend to listen for you instead. But the casting for uh, Mysterio is great. Jake Gyllenhaal is just amazing. People were like saying, oh, he should play Mysterio. He would be amazing. And yeah. Uh, One thing I like is Nick Fury is a lot more involved in this movie. According to um, the trailers and stuff, he actually tries to make Spider-Man feel like he's an actual Avenger, or whatever he's trying to do. But I just love this. I can't wait for it to come out. I'm going to go see it like the first week it comes out. But John Watts is a great director. He's directed a lot of things. He's a very good director. I just, I love what he did with Spider-Man Homecoming. I hope he brings that back with Far From Home. They do not want another Spider-Man 3 or another Amazing Spider-Man 2. Because those were the ends of the series. But since this is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I hope this is going to be more of a, oh, yes, we're going to have this continue no matter what happens. If this movie's bad, then we're going to keep continuing, making the mo- next movie better than the last one. which. Knowing Marvel, I know they would easily be like, no, we're going to make this perfect because every movie we've ever made is great. Except for Thor, The Dark World, which I can talk about another day when I go through every movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, one movie I do want to talk about that is a Spider-Man movie that recently came out this year was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which was a great concept. I really was asking myself, when I found out there was more than one Spider-Man, how many other Spider-Mans can there be, and how can they do this? Because I was saying, oh, maybe they can, like, create so many different, like, reasons why they're here and this, but like, the music and the cartoon animation was just amazing. I have watched it like four times when after it released onto d v. d and I'm just so happy with what it what it was and how it went. the people that just play the certain characters just are amazing okay let's talk about a bit of the cast for a second here. Jake Johnson as Spider-Man was really great for where he was emotionally in the movie. This guy's a great actor. I've seen him, i heard him in a lot of different other things. And he was just great playing Spider-Man in here. And I'm not sure if it has come out on DVD. I think I said DVD earlier. I meant I've seen it a couple times in the theater. I misspoke there, and I'm sorry about that. But I just really love... How good this movie was it's like one of the more entertaining movies I've seen in a while the music and everything just went really well so one of my favorite characters was played by John Maloney if I'm sorry if I'm butchering his last name which I totally am but he just played a great spider-ham I had never knew there was a pig spider-man and I just found it hilarious There are so many other great actors in this. People who play Mary Jane, Green Goblin. And, like, I like how it also credits the logic teacher and the math teacher. But they did a great job, too. Everyone, I love voice acting movies. Just because, um, they may not look like the people that are talking. But they just, the people that do the voices really bring these characters to life. Now um at this part of the segment I like to rank my favorite actors who played Spider-Man in an action f- in live action. At number 3, which is my least favorite, would be Andrew Garfield. I really liked his first movie, but he had less movies than Tobey Maguire and I grew up watching Tobey Maguire and that's why Tobey Maguire is my second on this list. He was just a great actor. Great energy. Except in Spider-Man 3. I don't know what he was doing there. But that did put him at number 2. For childhood memory. And just because in general. I liked him a lot more. But Tom Holland. Being the first person to play Spider-Man in the MCU. And the only. Unless they do some sort of weird thing. But he just played a great. He's just a great person. A lot of funny stories about how he was getting ready for this role. I love watching him in other Marvel movies like Civil War, Infinity War, and I recently watched Endgame, which we will not say any spoilers on this show yet until... um, It's been a while. I'll wait till everyone's seen it, and then I'll probably have one of my friends on, and we'll have a debate about it. But Tom Hollins, man, just amazing. I might do a quick movie review after Far From Home comes out, but man, we could not ask for anything better than what we have gotten through these Spider-Man movies. Now in the segment, I'd like to take time to mention my social medias if you'd like to follow me and ask me questions, or maybe suggest something for me to talk about, or something I should ask my guests, So I'll normally put something on there for me and my guests to talk about. So my main social media is Limestone 2002 I mostly post on there, but the account I will be talking to on all my uh, listeners that don't exist, are Liam's underscore third underscore account, which I will be changing to Lemon and the Lime and the Lemons podcast. And that's where I will be posting update videos, um, what taste topic is, if you guys want to suggest anything, and that would be great. So, it has been a great episode. These solo podcasts will be a lot shorter. I don't really have much time to think of things, this is just personal opinions, things I want to do, things I want to talk about, and a matter of form, it's sort of like a test, like, podcast, these will get better, I've been drinking, like, um, no brand pop that I can't say on here, just because talking this long is killing me, you might hear drinking and pausing and me moving, tapping my feet, but that's okay, because you know why? Not everything I can ever do is perfect. Not anything anyone can ever do is perfect. Just like Spider-Man 3 and The Amazing Spider-Man 2, not everything can be perfect. Uh, That's me signing off. Your host, Liam McCauley of Lime and Lemons, and I will see you another time. Goodbye.